something I just realized as I hit record is I kind of sometimes resent this podcast because it always, I start recording when I'm not yet done with my first coffee of the day. And I always see this like last couple of tablespoons sitting in there and I'm like, these motherfuckers taking me away from those, that little bit of coffee that's now going to be kind of gross lukewarm. I like it hot or cold, not in between. I'm an extremist. Get used to it. How you guys doing? I'm sitting here. I'm also watching. There's a a rooftop I can see because I live on a high up floor in my building. And so I'm watching these landscapers do things on the roof. That's a nicely landscaped roof kind of underneath me. And this guy just about five minutes ago just threw a tree off of the building with emphasis it went crashing down into the parking lot below him and then he just turned over to the other guy his coworker, and they high-fived and went about their business they didn't laugh about it or anything it was just this i guess strange triumph or something i'd like to approach my work day similarly i'll have to figure out what the uh solo artist in her studio version of throwing a tree off of a building is and then high-fiving the nobody who is <laughs> with me. There's no one with me. Who would I do that with? I don't know. All right, you guys. I've read it before. Uh, from it before. Murder in the Dark by Margaret Atwood. I just can't tell you guys how much I want everyone to buy this book. I think it was really ahead of its time. There's something tonally that is really strange about it. It was published in 83. You know, parts of it remind me of, some of you know, my favorite, favorite, favorite writer in a lot of ways is, um, great, I don't even know her name anymore, Patricia Highsmith. (laughs) Sorry, have I read her yet on here? I don't know that I have, because she doesn't write poetry or anything really that short. She's also greatly misunderstood and always stuck in the mystery section of uh, bookstores. But uh, there's something really vicious about her, and that's why I love her. But anyway, back to Patricia Highsmith another day. For today, we're going with Margaret Atwood. This little short story is called Mute. Whether to speak or not, the question that comes up again when you think you've said too much again Another clutch of nouns, a fistful. Look how they pick them over. The shoppers for words, pinching here and there to see if they've bruised yet. Verbs are no better. They wind them up, let them go, scrabbling over the table. Wind them up again too tight and the spring breaks. You can't take another poem of spring, not with the wound up vowels, not with the bruised word green in it, not yours, not with its ants crawling all over it, not this infestation. It's a market, fly-specked. How do you wash a language? There's the beginning of a bad smell. You can hear the growls. Something's being eaten once too often. Your mouth feels rotted. Why involve yourself? You'd do better to sit off to the side, on the sidewalk under the awning, hands over your mouth, your ears, your eyes, with a cup in front of you into which people will or will not drop pennies. They think you can't talk. They're sorry for you, but but you're waiting for the word, the one that will finally be right, a compound, the generation of life, mud and light. 
All right. So again, that's Margaret Atwood, Murder in the Dark. Every time I look this up, I see it online for like pennies. So no excuse not to buy that. Uh, what else? What else about me today? I've been complaining about my email situation for as long as I've been doing this podcast. My emails had piled up and somehow multiplied like gremlins, or so it seemed. And it was driving me insane, but I could not seem to get a hold of it. So I spent the last three days really grabbing my email by the balls, taking care of my email's balls. And yesterday at midnight, around midnight, I saw the number zero in my inbox. Zero messages. So I have a new strategy for uh, taking care of my life, and we'll see how that goes. Um, And a disclaimer, if I did forget an email that I was supposed to write any of you, I am so sorry. I'm sure I missed a few Please accept my flaws, and let's hug it out and move on. Uh, oh, I wanted to thank a couple of people by name for writing me, re- me reading stuff, a review on iTunes. Uh, Mr. Rats and Breakfast, Lunch, and Dinner, I really appreciate you taking the time. I would kiss you on the mouth if I could. Oh, and I got a couple of marriage proposals last week unexpectedly and wanted to say thank you. I am taken, however, but I really appreciate you trying to swoop in like that. I'm very flattered. Uh, You made me smile. I think that's it. Uh, If you're in Austin, go to the Free Beer Podcast fundraiser at Pump Projects. Project, singular. You give them a little cash, and you'll be in the running to win a personal podcast created by me for you. So it'll be just like this but like a thousand times better, okay? Uh, Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter if you need any details. I'm at R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. So, let's review. I rule the world because I have a zero inbox. I love Margaret Atwood and Patricia Highsmith. I love people who write me iTunes reviews. Um, What else? That's it, you guys. What do I want to tell you? Stay inside today. Pretend it's raining, watch a movie about something cold, like winter. Make soup, take some over to a friend. Wait, I just told you you can't leave the house today. So take the leftovers to your friend tomorrow. Don't pick that thing growing on your neck. Uh, Hug that person, laugh with some other person. Don't worry about that conversation you keep worrying about. Hide the things you need to hide and eat an apple at 4 p.m. I'll be doing the same damn thing. I love you guys. Be well. 